<laughs> Town's playing air drums right now. We have a count off for when it starts recording. Hello, everybody. This is John Lyon. Welcome to the John Lyon Podcast, episode 12. The guests today are Philip Coleman. Hello there. And you already know Dallin's here because he was air drumming. <coughs> Hello. And Dallin feels like a new man because he switched his car insurance today. It's progressive. How much did you save? Like 20% or more. So you save From more than- Geico. <laughs> <laughs> All the commercials for Geico are switch to Geico and save 15% but or maybe go to Progressive. I, maybe if I switch back, then I'll get another more. 50% off. Well, every time you go to like different car insurance companies, if you're coming to another company from someone, they're always going to give you a better deal because they're like, oh, we can beat that. It's anything with a yeah. contract, basically. they. Oh, we can beat that. Yeah, like phone companies, how many people have like... I'm going to leave Verizon. And then Verizon's we, like, no, 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 no. We can no, throw no. you a deal. We can throw you a deal. <laughs> we'll give you 50 bucks off. <laughs> we got you, fam. <laughs> uh, Phil, how are you doing? I'm doing pretty well. Um, got my car fixed. My brakes weren't working for a month. Phil could have died. We could have not had him on this podcast this episode. I mean, I was worried more worried about the people around me, but yeah, oh, sure, yeah I that could too. die too. Yeah. So how bad were your brakes? Um, to put it as the mechanic said it was metal scratching metal that sounds heavy metal yeah it basically it was metallica in your car so <laughs> you weren't but playing the music luckily it was the back brake so it wasn't like i was without brakes oh uh, like, that's true so it wasn't all four of them yeah and the front brakes you saw are perfectly perfectly fine the back brakes were just worn out and stuff nice yeah. well, that's cool how down how are you doing besides switching over to progressive and saving money good i'm good i'm liking it the weather isn't as cold as it was last week. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Everybody listening, if you listen to our last episode, which was the uh, Disney talk, Disneyland was freaking amazing. And we came back with annual passes, <laughs> even though I said that I didn't want to do it. <laughs> got him. Yeah. Um, so my wife and I, we bought, we got suckered into buying. Well, you I, suckered I, yourself I kinda, into yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I realized though, after we left, because the reason why folks, people listening that we got them is because on the break day that we had in between, we went to lunch with my sister and her, and her fiance and they're like, oh, we're probably going to get annual passes. We never had them. And then we were like, it'd be kind of nice to go into Disneyland tonight, but I can't because I have a three day park hopper. So I have to wait till tomorrow. And we ended up getting the annual passes and we would probably have to go back like three or four more times to get our value. But after like being back in uh, Utah, I thought about, I was like, we could have just bought oh, a one day <laughs> for a hundred dollars and nah. we would have saved like $500. Nah, you're going back in February. So. Yeah, that's true. I think uh, my brother Spencer wants to go celebrate his birthday and go in February or something. So Bloody. maybe we can get Phil to come too. You can be there. Aren't oh. you going to do a marathon? That's is that in, January? That's in like January if I do that. Yeah. I don't know if or, I want to go down every month. We're probably going in yeah. January. You're going in January? Because you're not going to Colorado anymore, right? Yeah. That I would have been gone uh, tomorrow. Ooh. But uh, what's the marathon you might want to do down in January? The Star Wars half at Disneyland. So you jog all the way through like Disneyland? Is the whole thing so there? You go in and out? There's, I think it starts like outside of Disneyland, and then you finish by the castle. Oh, that's magical. I think. Yeah. That's what it's and like. then like throughout the entire trail, there's like characters. There's like people cheering you on. There's like music. There's just different things you have going to fight on. Fight Mickey halfway. Poor yeah, man. with the lightsaber. Like yeah. a boss battle. That'd be sick. <laughs> Kick him off the bridge into the water. That's seems, the only way to defeat. Him. Seems pretty cool. I want to do it, but we'll see. Yeah, you have to dress up. 
Um, it's encouraged. It's encouraged. I don't think I would want to. I don't think up. you have to. It'd be hard to dress up like, like Darth Vader and Jaws. Like, why, would, why wouldn't you want to? Yeah, it's true. Like everyone else's characters might as well. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like yeah. Okay. Yeah. Come on, yeah, Phil. Be a stormtrooper. Well, I mean, I you saw Finn. it. Why? Because. Because you like a, leather jackets. Yeah, he's attractive. Or because you look like him. I don't look like him. <laughs> <laughs> you just need to speak with a British accent. I got a jacket you can use. Ooh. I'll be Finn for Halloween. There we you go. You gotta get those dope lightsabers that like legit ones that don't come like don't go back in. They're always erect. Oh yeah. Yeah. I don't know if you want to discuss this over podcast, but are you a large or extra large <laughs> lightsaber? <laughs> I think I wanna go with the large lightsaber, you know, just the No, I'm talking about jacket. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, okay. Um large. Okay, cool. Then we I got you. <laughs> um yeah, so Disneyland was amazing. We went on like every ride multiple times because the new Fast Pass is on your phone. So instead of having to run everywhere and get your Fast Pass, you literally just, we went on like the first day like 15 rides with the Fast Pass, did it all digital. And because we have the Max Pass, all the professional photographers who take photos of you and the ones on the rides, they're all included. You just download them to your phone. Professional. Professional. <laughs> Down's doing air quotes because he didn't like some of his photos. I don't but like most of them. It's because you're tall and they were all short, right? Exactly. So I look like... I'm, you're taking pictures of the Statue of Liberty. It's yeah. Like, <laughs> it's weird. You should have been Groot. And th- you didn't even stilts. But yeah, overall, it was amazing. We went on Splash Mountain like five times. Probably more than we should have because we got drenched every time. Everyone hated it every every single time except me. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I loved it. Did you ever, ever sit in the front? Yeah, the, yeah. the one the last time you sat in the front. Yeah, I didn't we went, care. We went on Pirates like three times, Space Mountain three times. It was a good trip. So we are definitely going to be going back. So yeah. But um, today... I wanted to talk about some political stuff again. I know people don't like it. We have friends like Jordan who's like, don't talk about political stuff, even though it doesn't sound anything like him. He doesn't listen to this. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, I'm only going to listen to it if I'm on it. (laughs) But uh, I kind of wanted to start the discussion out because a couple things we're going to be talking about just to give you a preview is the whole NFL debacle, give you our opinions from people who don't really even watch sports because I think they're stupid. Yeah, come at me. I'm just kidding. I like to instigate crap between people who love sports like their team against the other team and then we we're going to talk about uh ben shapiro he's that super ultra not ultra he's conservative he's jewish but he's actually supposed to be speaking at the university of utah tonight right as we speak yeah or did he already speak he probably got like protested out so yeah. who knows <laughs> i saw on the news today when i was at the gym i saw like people interviewing like some people at university of utah but yeah so those are the few Topics we want to discuss, but I really wanted to start the conversation with a th- subject or a phenomenon called group think. You guys ever th- heard of that term before? John gives the definition. Oh, I will, Dictionary. Phil. I, it's still Wikipedia again. It's not the Webster Dictionary. <laughs> but group think is a psychological phenomenon that occurs with a group of people in which the desire for harmony or conformity in the group results in an irrational or dysfunctional decision-making outcome. Group members try to minimize conflict and reach a consensus decision without critical evaluation of alternative viewpoints by actively suppressing dissenting viewpoints and by isolating themselves from outside influences. And the biggest example, if you ever hear about this in school, especially in the communication classes that I heard it from, is the story of the Bay of Pigs in the 1960s, where basically John F. Kennedy and a bunch of his closest, whatever you call them, cabinet made a poor decision because there was a lot of pressure and it was a few people made the decision for the greater group 
and it was a big disaster with the mission of the Bay of Pigs. I don't know all the details again. I'd have to go and research it, but anyone who wants to know more about groupthink and that phenomenon and that big example they always point back to, it just Google the Bay of Pigs or Bay of Pigs groupthink, and it'll come up if you want to go ahead and think about that. But um, what do you think about groupthink, Phil? Have you ever experienced groupthink in your life or recently? I don't think so. Um I don't know. When I hear like the definition of it, it just almost sounds like bullying. Like yeah. bully you into like you better deciding decide with us. Yeah, exactly. I guess we experienced groupthink whenever we were trying to back in the day when we were trying to find an uh, idea of where we want to eat. We have groupthink there. Yeah. Two people who have the most outspoken opinion, you're like, you. let's see here. Yeah. But yeah. I love Chick fil A and you love Chick fil A too. Yeah, but but it's usually Taco Bell back in the past. It was. Everybody would just be like, what do we want? And John would be like, Taco Bell. And we'd be like, maybe not talk. And he was like, shut up, Taco Bell. <laughs> <laughs> it's just not as good up here in Utah, so I don't group think you on that anymore. He just group thought all of you on that. Ooh. <laughs> what about kidding. you, Down? You ever heard of that group think term before? Before um, this podcast? Before this in, this uh, intellectual conversation? So when you were giving your wonderful explanation of groupthink, <laughs> yeah. I was looking up Ben Shapiro stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so he was. You want me to read it again? <laughs> no, like <laughs> all right, I'll I'll rewind it and listen to it. Okay, but but anyway, just just uh, there's no protests, and they were, and the ones that did end up showing later were civil protests. That's good. That's I'd rather if you're gonna have protests, make sure it's peaceful and civil. Because they know how to protest here. Yeah. Without like punching Killing people. people. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Freaking Antifa <laughs> like, hey, Nazis I'm... showing up. <laughs> They're like, hey, I'm just going to disagree with you. We know civilly. that killing the other person doesn't prove our point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, did you see, I've seen some things on Twitter uh, where Antifa, the left, the people like each other bike locks, they've had people who don't like Antifa tweet out images of flyers that Antifa's hanging out during rallies saying, uh, please don't take pictures of us because we need privacy while we're doing protests. Basically, they don't want to be caught on camera from the stupid crap that they're doing. Yeah. Read an article today that people got arrested at a rally and a fight broke out at the empathy tent. <laughs> this whole tent was dedicated to about empathy and teaching students, whoever it was about it, and a fight broke out and it was at the empathy tent. It's pretty freaking funny stuff, but... They need a Wikipedia empathy. Yeah. So uh, groupthink is, it gets really dangerous. It happens as as small as like Phil said, when people are really dominant in groups and want to think for the whole group, like going to fast food, like let's go here, or maybe even at Disneyland, let's go on this ride and, and they pressure people to do it. But then we see in the political spectrum or just society and history as a whole that it can have detrimental um, consequences to a small group of people Um making decisions for a bigger group and suppressing all the other ideas and saying, this is how it should be. And this is how it's going to happen. Um, back to the whole Ben Shapiro thing, Berkeley a week or so ago is when he was supposed to speak there. And Berkeley spent $600,000 on security because people there who were protesting felt that they were going to be harmed and they were in harm's way. And so they needed security. Even though they were the one causing. Yeah. It's stupid. <laughs> and then someone tweeted out. I remember I uh, talked about a couple like a couple days ago, but someone that Ben Shapiro knows says the the birthplace of free speech in Berkeley is spending six hundred thousand dollars in security because of a five nine Jewish man might hurt their feelings or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> so like groupthink is a crazy phenomenon, and you guys can look it up and learn more about it on Wikipedia. It goes into different topics of you know politics and all that other stuff, but. 
Um, I don't know. Groupthink is can be very dangerous when it involves. It's starting to. You're starting to see that people are conforming to certain ideas because it's easier to do, and it's harder to talk about complicated things so i'm just going to group you into a group i'm going to label you something as i've talked about before on the podcast and it gets pretty bad because it's a lot easier to call someone a nazi than to actually talk to them and and figure out what they believe in yeah so for example me i grew up mostly conservative i'm still consider myself more conservative but i found that over the last year or two going to school i have a little more liberal views on certain things but that's sometimes too complicated to understand that one person can have multiple views views or conflicting (laughs) views on things so i'm not going to try to you know tackle a complicated conversation with this guy named john lyon and i'm just going to label him this or label him that because there's no way you can have differing opinions on things and that's the narrative that people are pushing in the media is that you're either with us or you're against us and this is how the group thinks and if you don't want to be with us then you are going to get shunned and get called all these crazy things so Uh, before we you know like continue further like down to Retell a story of his funny joke on Saturday. <laughs> yeah. What funny joke? So when we, about the line. folks, uh, folks listening, we went to uh, last Saturday to go get some tickets for Ben Shapiro. And like, I don't avidly follow Ben Shapiro. I mean, you, you two guys might more, but I like, I loved him on the Joe Rogan podcast. He's got a lot of great things to say. Very intellectual person. Um, and very honest as well. Anyway, we were at the University of Utah at 7.30 a.m., right? It's about the time we got there. Eight. Maybe 8. Something and there like was that. a long line to get free tickets to Ben Shapiro. And I don't think it was the biggest venue that... It's very small. Very small. So I don't think they could do a bigger venue because they weren't charging anybody. But there was no tickets, alas. But the first thing that Down said as soon as we got in line was... With all this buildup. I know. Geez, <laughs> like, geez it wasn't that good. I know. Well, I basically, all, all I said was I saw the huge line... And I wanted to make sure this was the correct line. And I asked, is this the line for the iPhone 10? <laughs> <laughs> and then everybody... And then they, they did their laugh, chuckle, and then they're just like, wait, is he serious? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but we ended up in the right line. We did, but we didn't, we didn't get anything because all, all the tickets were out. But was it you guys I was saying? Or? Well, I found out the, the next day, in, or yesterday actually, mm-hmm. in, in class, somebody in my math class said... They got there at 7 a.m., mm-hmm. but but that they found out that at 5.30 a.m., that was when, like, the cap happened. Like, where as many people were going to get in, that's when they started lining up. Oh. So 5.30 was when you had to be there to get tickets for it. Was it you telling me, or was it someone else I talked to that there was protesters at 5.30 yeah. a.m.? there are protesters, and uh, they... They said that there was some kind of like weeding process to make sure that the protesters didn't get tickets. I'm like, what are they gonna do? Do you like Ben Shapiro? Like, <laughs> yes, yeah. yes, I do. All right, here's your ticket. He twitched. And he like guy walks away. Just like the guy walks away. Sucker. Yes, I do. I don't like Ben Shapiro. I do. <laughs> they have a lie detector test up there. <laughs> have you um, ever watched Ben Shapiro? They're like, yes. And then they're like, oh, he's lying. Well, All they, I know is because they they didn't want people to get tickets that weren't gonna actually yeah. go. Yeah. Well, that's but, nice because it's a small venue yeah, compared make, to like um, speaking at Berkeley or something. Yeah. But I don't think they would have had that issue anyway because there was still a line of people like there today, like to see if they could get in. Like so, standby tickets? Yeah. Well, it wasn't even standby tickets. It was just, just people could... standing there waiting. Uh, 
So. Well, I don't know. Maybe dedication and props to those protesters because I don't know what you should be protesting at 5.30 in the morning other than I want more sleep. Yeah. What the hell are you doing there that early? <laughs> and it was like 30 degrees that yeah, morning, that so that's cool dedication. It's dedication, dude. Yeah. Do they have signs and crap or... I guess. They were just in blankets and sweaters. They're like all tired, like, no, we don't want him here. Like <laughs> half asleep. Speech. No, they had Hate some speech. you know, caffeine before, I'm sure. And it ran like a few laps or something. Caffeine so makes you awake. colder. It does? It does. It opens up fact? Your, yeah. opens up your pores. Um last thing I want to say about Groupthink, I was scrolling down while these guys were discussing the whole uh, Ben Shapiro ticket situation. It says Groupthink requires individuals to avoid raising controversial issues, which we're seeing now. If I don't like your your uh, your opinion, I don't want to hear it. It's controversial. It's hate speech. Um, or alternative solutions, and there is a loss of individual creativity, uniqueness, and independent thinking. That's what we're seeing is everyone just being lumped up into groups, identity politics. You're white. You're male. I already know your opinions on things. Shut up. Yeah, don't mansplain. Yeah, I don't want – sorry, I just mansplained that to you, down, uh, Phil. I'm sorry. <laughs> No, but, uh, I, oh, sorry. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I was going to say um, from that uh, Ben Shapiro and Joe Rogan podcast or whatever that YouTube. Yes, podcast. Yeah. Um, I remember they were talking about like kind of how our society's been almost lumped together, like into group thing. Yeah. Like we're not individuals so much anymore. Like you, bo- you have to belong to a group now. Yep. Is what it feels like. Like. You have to be feminist, you have to be liberal, you have to be conservative, you have to be transgender, you have to be something or for something. You can't just, you know, have multiple, like, opinions or anything. And yeah. that's what's really terrible because, like, we are individuals. Everybody has a story, everybody brings something to the table. And it just sucks that, you know, that's being wiped out almost. That's not true, Phil. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's the whole thing I've talked about. We've all talked about is like, I hate the whole diversity for diversity's sake, just to check the box. I was talking to my brother Spencer yesterday. I won't name the company, but he has got a neighbor who works as a hiring manager at this techie company up the street in Lehigh where all them are at. And right. he was getting annoyed. <laughs> They're all trying to figure it out on their phones. Uh, <laughs> they were getting annoyed. This hiring manager is getting annoyed because he was sent five applicants he looked at all of them. They were all qualified, and he hired all of them. And then he gets an email a day later. Why did you hire those people? Uh, it's because the only ones you sent me. He's like, well, we need to hire more women. We can hire a woman and pay her $15,000 because we just need some more diversity in this company. And that was literally like what he said to this hiring manager. And he's like, you're the one sending me the applicants. Here's the people who are applying. They are qualified. I go off their competence, and if they can perform the job well, not like are they black or are they a woman or are yeah, they gay? What was that? <laughs> so do they have a penis? Do they have a penis, yeah. And so it's just like you're starting to see this creep in everywhere where it's like, let's just make sure everyone's equal and make sure that everyone has a say in something. So that nobody's upset. Yeah, because I love what Jordan Peterson says. He's a clinical psychologist been on tons of Joe Rogan podcasts, and he's the one that's going against the whole, uh, in Canada, the 78 new gender pronouns. pronouns. He's okay and respectful to give someone like that pronoun if they ask them will you announce me as that pronoun he's not against that it's just that now they've made it law in canada where if you don't say it i think they've done it in california too and if you don't you can get fined for misgendering somebody so they don't misinform people i know i think it's in california it's almost there but he says in his opinion that there is valid discriminations not of like race and gender and all that stuff but discrimination of like character and competence like if you cannot perform this job they're going to get fired. That technically is discrimination, but of somebody who, of their character and their competence, not like your race or your gender. So that's his take on why we should treat people as individuals and not just 
do you fit the mold that we're looking for in the company? You know, because I don't know, maybe I won't be able to find a job now or Dallin. Because you're white. Because I'm white. I already have enough jobs. Um, I'm not white, so I'm good. Yeah, Dallin's not. It's confirmed. Um, so the next thing I want to talk about, guys. Wait, hold on. How's he not white? I don't know, because he <laughs> identifies as something else. Are okay. you assuming that he can't do that, Phil? <laughs> Our friend Jonathan, what does he always identify as? A attack attack helicopter. helicopter. Or on Facebook, he said a gay cake. Yep. Yeah, you could do that, too, if you mm-hmm. wanted uh, the next thing I wanted to talk about as we talked about groupthink, and we'll talk about Ben Shapiro maybe a little bit more afterwards, and maybe we'll come back around, but the whole NFL debacle, which stands for the National Football, Football League. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, everyone knows that uh, people have been protesting certain players, like Colin Kaepernick started it last year, correct? Um, you make it what are you laughing at? He started it last year. Like, <laughs> hey, guys, join my club. <laughs> Come join my club. Uh, so Colin Kaepernick wanted to start protesting the national anthem, uh, which I find funny because I did a little bit of research, and you know that football players didn't come out for the national anthem until 2009. I didn't. Actually. They didn't. They have not been doing that since the history of the NFL, which has been around for 50 some odd years. So that's a funny little perspective turner when it's like eh, they haven't been doing it that long. I think the reason why they started doing it is because someone approached. The NFL from either the government or the military is like, it would look a lot more patriotic if your NFL players would come out and stand for the national anthem. Beforehand, they used to stay in the locker room and then they'd run out. Yeah. So that's kind of funny that everyone's kind of up in arms about that, even though it's only been happening for like eight years. I kind of like the idea of them just being in the back, not because of this, but because like, I don't know. So I'm, I'm religious, so I pray and things like that. And so like certain things where, you know, if you're having something that might distract from, you know, the reverence of the national anthem or whatnot, uh-huh. like have that come after, you know? Yeah. So like, so it's like the yeah! football players come out, they're all loud and everything. And then they're just like, okay, everybody shh, shh, quiet down for the national anthem. Yeah. So instead you could do national anthem and then have all the rowdiness. Yeah. So Colin Kaepernick, the first time he did it last year was he sat down. He didn't stand up because I guess the way tradition is or the way we've been conditioned in this United States is that you're supposed to stand and put your hand over your heart. I don't know why, but that's how I've been doing it for a ton of years. If you're cool with that, that's cool. If you're not, like, I don't really care. I don't really know the symbolism behind that. Do you guys know? No. <laughs> They're both like all smiling. Like, I mean, no. I have some smart aleck remarks that I could put, but I, I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know. It, it's so it's I like yeah like be. do we keep doing this because it's tradition that's how we've always done it or is like there a reason like maybe i need to go do my research more but i know people can chime in on that too but i think it's just uh more of like a respect to the flag like yeah you know but why putting your hand over your heart is that respectful just i don't know that make part, sure you're honestly. alive you're like is it still there <laughs> <laughs> but yeah um for the like standing and just being like quiet and stuff for the national anthem it's just more of a tribute to the country yeah yeah, type thing so last year a lot of people got pissed because they're like you're disrespecting the national anthem which means you're disrespecting america and also there's stuff that people stand for there's tons of troops that go out there and die for you that you could do this and like okay we have all that i guess people don't know this that much i I read an article that colin kaepernick when he used to sit down he actually talked to a member of the green beret which is like an elite force of the military they're kind of like navy seals but a different branch and he had a good conversation with this guy and I don't. I just read the article. I can't recall his name. Sorry, folks. But um, he convinced Colin Kaepernick to start kneeling instead of sitting. 
So he's like, you can still protest, you can still get your point across, but it would still be a little respectful because you're kneeling instead of sitting on the bench. That's right. Which is like, that's actually a pretty good idea. I don't know. Like, again, religious person, like kneeling when you pray type thing. It's like, feels respectful and stuff. You're still standing aside and like acknowledging, you know, whatever's going on, the national anthem and kneeling. So, yeah. So. Wait, so why are they kneeling? <laughs> so they're I know kneeling. why I know why he was. They're all so, kneeling because they're going against police brutality of African Americans. That's, that's, that's still, still what it the is? thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I thought they were bowing down to Trump. No, no, not at all. <laughs> oh, that was. I thought I saw that somewhere. No, not at all. <laughs> so Twitter, and I think Joe Rogan had a good point. I know I keep referencing the other podcasts, but that's where I like getting my info from. Um, and my and my my opinions. I only follow opinions of people that I like. That's a joke. <laughs> Um, no, but he had a good point. He's like, I get the perspective of like the crazy conservative people, like the America kind of thing, because from their standpoint, what they're really protesting is the police brutality. Yeah. But when you're kneeling down and not putting your hand over your heart, that's what some people do in the United States for the national anthem. What it could be taken as like, well, no, you were protesting the rest of the people who are singing the song or the rest of people who are listening to these words, less people who live in America. If you want to protest just policemen, Maybe you should find a different way than protesting the national anthem because the national anthem represents everyone in America, not just the people who are in the police force. So that was actually a very valid point of maybe why the people are getting so outraged that they're protesting. It's just sad that politics has basically come into like every aspect of you can hear in video games. You can see it in sports now. You can see it in music and movies and all this other stuff. And it's kind of like. We used to use sports and video games and movies to get away from that stuff. But now it's like you can't ever get away from it because it's always there. I know. Ooh. Kind of sucks, huh? That's true. <laughs> it's like that's exactly <laughs> what those things were for. I didn't even like, think about like that. Now I'm just like, dang. It's like how many times you hear video games for us video game fans like, well, there's not enough diversity in video games. There's not enough woman protagonists. You're making all the women with giant boobs. Well, it's because a bunch of nerds are making these. And little boys like looking at big boobs while they're fighting people. <laughs> I'm assuming. He does not speak for everybody. I don't man. speak for everybody, but. <laughs> he speaks for John. Yeah, Mortal Kombat was a good game when I was a kid. Um, <laughs> Why? It still is. Uh, so then what happened was, is, did you guys see the speech that Donald Trump gave in, I think it was, oh, what state was it in? I don't know. I just remember reading. Oh, it's Huntsville, Alabama. So he's in like the heart of like America. (laughs) And he straight up says in his speech, uh, this is before people started, even more people got down on their knees and protested. Um, He says, wouldn't you love to see, I can't do Donald Trump's voice, but maybe someone else should read this. Wouldn't you love to see one of these NFL owners when somebody disrespects our flag to say, get that son of a bitch off the field right now, out. He's fired. He's fired. And I watched the video and like after he said son of a bitch and he's fired, like he like almost, he walked away from the mic and like soaked it in like a celebrity. Yeah. It was super weird like seeing a president do that. I'm like, what the freak is he doing? You're like how some class. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's just like, so I don't, I didn't vote for Trump. Like I, he's our president, but I honestly don't give a crap because it's almost like, is this a surprise that he's doing this stuff? And to me, it's like, then you have like LeBron James, like tweeting at him saying he's a bum and like no one wants to come to the White House anyways. It's like, you people are using Twitter and they're just adding people to the fire. It's, it's high, high school. school. <laughs> That's all it is. It's like, if you don't want, Trump just wants attention. If you want to shut him up, just don't freaking tweet back at him. But as soon as he sees he's got like a, a bajillion retweets and people responding like celebrities, it's just like, I don't know, dude. So he that happened. And then he's basically saying that because the NFL 
are kneeling during the pro, the the um, national anthem. national anthem that they're actually disrespecting the flag, which I don't know if I agree with or what my opinion stands on that. What about you guys? Honestly, I don't think the kneeling is disrespecting the flag. Like you were saying earlier, it can be misconstrued. Like, uh, what are these guys doing? Like, do they not care about the country? Or maybe those because, people are pissed because politics are in sports now. Maybe yeah. that's what they're really pissed about. But like the whole fact that a lot of people probably don't remember that he was sitting down for police brutality, or maybe they do, but then now that they see people kneeling, they're like, hey, why are they kneeling? Yeah, because kneeling actually looks more attractive than but, sitting down on your bench. But I just mean, like, Dallin made a joke about it, like, wait, that's still a thing or yeah, something? Yeah. <laughs> but some people might be actually thinking that, like, oh, that's why they're kneeling, because they might just be thinking, like, oh, they're mad that Donald Trump's the president and they don't want to pay tribute to the country. Yeah. That... There's a million things that can go through people's head. But honestly, I don't think it's bad that they're kneeling. Yeah. Like, I'd rather have a peaceful protest and then, like, football players come out with yeah. guns and be like, back the fuck up or whatever, <laughs> yeah. something like that, and just start shooting people. But it's like, and I think these protests, kneeling down, whatever, is way better than what we saw in Charlottesville with the Nazis yeah. running people over and then the Antifa leftist people, authoritarian people. people, beating people because hate speech is horrible. Yeah. So it's like... And it's better than sitting down because sitting down just makes it look like you don't care. Like you're like just looking at your iPhone or drinking some Gatorade on the bench or yeah, something like that. <laughs> that. That looks disrespectful. But when you kneel, it's like you're obviously doing what you're doing to show like... You're making hey, a statement still. Yeah, like, I don't agree with the police brutality <clears throat> against African-Americans. But at the same time, you're not like, I don't care about this country. So I, for one, am okay with the kneeling. Yeah, and I guess maybe, again, my perspective would be different if I was a sports person. Yeah, I have to put myself in the shoes of, like, these avid sports people who are maybe on one side saying it's okay to protest during, during uh, sports. When else do players have, like... I hate like I saw a tweet saying I hate when people say just play the game because that's saying that from this perspective it's saying they're and, monkeys yeah. and they don't have opinions other than how to throw a football. But then I hear the other perspective is like no, it's okay to be you know protest you do your protest because when else are you gonna have time to do well, it? And then there's a whole narrative of like black people never have a voice and like I don't know how I, if I agree with that or not. But what do you think, Down? We don't. <laughs> <laughs> well, so it all goes back to just the way i was raised yeah because i don't know like that's why i i don't criticize people for whatever they do with their life yeah because maybe that's how they were raised like yeah. that's how they express their their opinions and their views of life um because i also think that uh swearing a bunch is is bad like yeah and but i don't i don't tell everyone that they can't swear even though I find it, well, I really don't find it offensive. <laughs> I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to like give up a, a point. Um, but yeah, like I was raised that these words were bad and I shouldn't say them. And I was also raised, but cause I was in scouts to, to stand when the national anthem's being uh, sung or whatever. And well, I didn't put my hand on my heart. I did the the, so the three, three fingers. fingers or the two <laughs> the fingers. Two fingers. I don't even know what that means. Salutes. Um, why don't we get to do all the fingers? That's just the military. Yeah, that's discrimination. Yeah, they have more you're authority. Not, you're not old enough. You don't get to use all the fingers. But yeah, so it's just that's what she said. <laughs> the way that I was raised was to stand for the flag, and 
And like, if somebody else has a different opinion, that's fine. But what I'll do is, is stand. Yeah. And like, I'm not going to push my beliefs on someone because I don't like what they're doing. Yeah. And like you bring up a point of, I didn't even think about that. You, us being raised and like going to scouts, even though I didn't care for scouts, I learned a lot of good things, but that just adds another nuance to how complicated these disagreements and situations are. But the media is just like, uh, these people don't like this and these people don't like this. So pick a choice or pick a side. So yeah, it's like and then we're like, and we have to make a decision. What, which one are we going to do? <laughs> yeah. Are, are you gonna... a Nazi or are you a leftist? So or it's maybe just... you a zombie. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> So, I mean, it's just, it gets crazy. I did want to share one last perspective because this one is uh, Taya Kyle, the wife of Chris Kyle, the American sniper. Did you see that movie, Phil? No. I saw it a few months ago. It's actually pretty good. But she basically said in the statement, and again, this is from a different perspective. Maybe this gives us a little more insight into the more conservative people, the America people, you know, from the South who love football. Like Monday, what do they call football and baseball? Like the America's pastime. Yeah. It's like that's this these kinds of people and maybe her comments help us understand where those people are coming from um, who are against the protest or something like that. It says uh, Tara Kyle, the widow of American sniper Chris Kyle, ridiculed the National Football League on Tuesday, suggesting that protests have focused on division and anger rather than the unity she believed the league once promoted. She said, you are asking us to abandon what we loved about togetherness and make choices of division. Uh, she said that on Facebook. She also said, uh, you, dear NFL, have taken that. You have lost me here. Um, I think she goes on to say, did it ever occur to you that you and we were already a mix of backgrounds, races, and religions? We were already living the dream you want right in front of you. You deserve the focus. You do, you, your desire to focus on division and anger has shattered what many people loved most about the sport. Football was really a metaphor for our ideal world. Different backgrounds, talents, political beliefs, and his histories as one big team with one big goal to do well, to win together. So that's her perspective. And like, I agree with some of those comments. Like, to me, on the outside, I can give a crap about sports because I think they're dumb. I know there's a good exercise. I'm offended. Yeah. But like I said earlier, I, I like instigating crap between so that's opposing the, that's teams. That's the other thing, too. Like, um, these football players are going to be running and charging each other for three hours. They deserve a rest. Yeah. <laughs> to be on their knees. <laughs> they can get on their knees for <laughs> three minutes out of the day. Like, let them. They're probably just hoping, like, man, this game's about to start. I hope I can just be on my knee, like, just a little bit longer so I can not have to rest. Maybe maybe that's what Donald Trump meant. He didn't mean to say fired, fired, fired. He's like, they're probably tired, tired, tired. <laughs> Oh, he's still crazy in my mind. <laughs> he is crazy. But he's got some crazy hair still. Like, I don't know why he hasn't just shaved that crap. Because then he probably... it's his lucky charm. Really? Yeah, that's been his thing since oh. forever. Because oh. so, when he when he started oh. cutting his hair like that is when he started finding success in, like, real estate and all that kind of stuff. And so he's kept it ever since. It's definitely a toupee by now, right? Is He's 70-something I years guess old. it's real because Jimmy Fallon, like, on on his pulled show it? like wiggled it around and like pulled it and stuff so either it's a really good job or it's of, like hair transplants where yeah you, like, put the hair inside your head well he, he scalped someone else and he scalped an indian well, the redskins <laughs> john travolta has that the, yeah the, oh, the, the plugs yeah. and stuff and it looks bad well he saw that new trailer or saw the screenshot of the new trailer he's in that gangster movie and i was like freak man he looks old yeah, yeah he does. But so, apparently donald trump's is is real i don't know yeah so kind of uh, to finish up, like Ben Shapiro, he he he's he's just spoke at University of Utah, and there's people protesting, and it's like all the arguments against him coming to speak at University of Utah is he, he promotes hate, hate speech. 
I can't even freaking understand what the definition of hate speech is because all I, my understanding from my experience over the last year is that basically hate speech is can be categorized as anything that offends you. You can put that in the category of hate speech. Anything that goes against... What you believe in. Yeah, basically. And it sucks because it's like that can just like continue to be the most giant list I've ever seen in my life. And, and it's, it's like... And it's become a crime yeah. eventually. And then you can't talk about anything. So it's like people need to be careful when they're labeling like this is considered hate speech. Like... To me, hate speech would be any speech that, like, immediately turns into, like, violence. And it's it's true. Like, I have watched quite a few of his podcasts and everything, or also, like, the speeches that he gives, and then he does, like, a Q&A yeah. after. And so it's open for anyone to, like, ask questions. And, and a lot such. of people who try to debate him, which is fine. Yeah. That's how we should do it. We should have different ideas and let, ask this guy questions. Yeah. But it's sad because, like... People will ask things with the intent of trying to prove him wrong. Like trip him up and stuff? Yeah, and such. It's like, I don't know. And then after that, he pours out facts and everything why this is the way that it should be, but not the way that you think it is. And then people label that hate speech. Like, okay, just because you feel dumb and he proved you wrong, you can't say like, oh, he's a mean man. Yeah. It's like he didn't. I mean, sometimes he does go over the top. Yeah, when he makes like funny jokes. But I think for the most part, like you're saying, is he comes at from a very rational, factual, and logical person mixed in with his flair of personality being a very fast talking, uh, high energy, high energy Jewish guy. Like that's a lot of Jewish people. If you see them in Hollywood, like actors or directors, like they have those kinds of personalities. So yeah, and so it's just one of those things where it's like it's sad though that nowadays with the group think mentality. Where it's like a man can't, you know, give you facts of something. Like, actually be factual and say this, this, and this. And then you basically back it up with your, that hurt my feelings. Yeah. I'm not listening anymore. I was thinking, as it's kind of funny, but, like, the problem is, like, you could name this millennials. I know people hate being called millennials, but millennials are a bunch I'm, of crap. No, I'm just kidding. Are uh, we millennials? Yeah, millennials? technically we are. But, like, I always think of millennials as people who are, like, just getting out of high school. Or maybe they've been out of high school for, like, two years. It's because you... It's because I'm older and I'm like, those young punks, <laughs> get, get off, off my, my lawn. lawn. <laughs> uh, no, but I think it's just like, the problem with all these protesters is like them going out of hand. Again, I am totally for peaceful protests. Like, I think there's been tons of protests throughout history that if they've been done peacefully, they've been very powerful and they've gotten things changed around in society and the country. I'm sick of the crap where it turns into like this culture war and people start throwing fists and stuff. But the problem is I think it comes down to the fact that the generation that's doing protests now is the generation that lost a ton at Mario Party and could not deal with the fact that they lost and threw their or controller Super or Super Smash Brothers. <laughs> and they were just like, F it, man. And so, no. And they just go and turn the, the Nintendo off it, because they don't have anyone else to have fun. It's the generation that they were given participation trophies. Like, yeah. they're eliminating Everyone's winners a winner and here. Losers. Yeah. And so, to feel like they've lost, to feel like they've been proven wrong, to feel like they just haven't, you know, I don't know, like they didn't take the lead on the stage. Yeah. That feels terrible for them, and they don't know how to react. And so that's why it's like in form of a tantrum over having peaceful conversation. Like, you know, we've had plenty of discussions in our friend group, and we've had plenty of discussions in our friend group, and like people have disagreed, but we're still friends. Nobody like threw punches. Yeah. Nobody like kicked each other. Nobody knocked you out. Excuse just kidding, me. you probably would have knocked Excuse me out. Excuse me. What is that? Is that Ben Shapiro live? Yeah, I guess uh, Channel 2 News, or oh. Channel 5 News there we go. broadcasted it. There we go. Was, how long was it? 
an hour and a half. There you go. Right. So you guys ever want to go see what Ben Shapiro had to say and all the hateful things he said, supposedly, which I doubt he did. Uh, it's on. Is it on Facebook? Uh, yes. I'm pretty sure anyone who's living it. in Utah who loves Ben Shapiro or doesn't like Ben Shapiro, either if you love him or hate him, you're going to be in the comment section if you're one of those people. <laughs> I don't really like going in the comment section. I think it's stupid. But KSL K- uh, KSL 5 TV. You can look at that Facebook page. Facebook. There you go. If anyone wants to go see what Ben Shapiro had to say, I would go recommend that. And I also go recommend his podcast with Joe Rogan from like a month or so ago. And it was really, really good. And that's the best format i like podcasts that's why i was drawn to starting one because these formats are the best ways to have these hot topic conversations and yeah you could say like well all three of you guys agree with each other so what's the point of having these conversations well if you don't agree with us come on my podcast and let's have a civil discussion of let me see your viewpoints because technically right now this is this is confirmation bias well pretty much it's because We've already discussed all the things that we disagree with each other yeah. about. And most <laughs> so of it's like, trivial crap like video games yeah, and like, well, well, that shader's stupid. There's real stuff too, yeah. but but we've like heated that outside of of this uh, medium. Yeah. And look, we're still friends. Weird. N- yeah. I don't know about that. I'm about to unfollow you. But yeah, like well, we disagree on a lot of things. It's just... Every topic we happen to we discuss. We understand yeah. the, the views, like... Future War Cult's armor sucks. It says <laughs> I F- like Future War Cult. There's a Destiny 2 reference, people, if anyone's listening. I like being decked out like a NASCAR driver. Um, yeah, so it, it's, again, it's. I think we used to get in a lot of fights uh, a few years ago, just butt heads. We have very strong personalities, but at the end of the day, you love your friends. You sometimes have to agree to disagree and realize that Phil's never going to like a certain thing or I'm never going to like a certain thing, yeah, and it's okay. Destiny, and if, Destiny sucks. Yeah. It really does. And if you want to like tease people, like you have to find that common ground, like when is too much teasing too far, and like you'll learn that by communicating with people. Obviously, it gets a little crazier when you're dealing with strangers, but I mean... The, uh, the anonymity of the internet makes yes. it worse. It's so yeah. dumb. It's like, at the end of the day, if this car- entire conversation can be wrapped up, someone else said it on a podcast recently, it's like, this is basically like... It's not left versus right. It's not like all this other crazy stuff. It's straight up just a culture war. It it's that's what we're doing. It's like these ideologies versus these ideologies, and it's just becoming more and more rapid. And I was thinking, you guys know the rapper Bob? Yep. B O B. B O B. He just started a GoFundMe to go shoot out satellites <laughs> to prove that the world is flat. Well, he's been trying to disprove that for a while. Yeah. <laughs> and wait, he wants to prove that the world is flat. Yes, he's Neil a flat earther. Tyson. <laughs> How's that? Yeah. He, he like Can't... shut him down. Yes. But he's still trying to prove it. Right. Yes. And <laughs> so his his goal is two hundred thousand dollars. I sent something like that on GoFundMe, and then someone researched is like it costs like. Four million dollars to shoot off like I one satellite. I thought it was a million that he was oh. asking for. Oh, is that, oh, is that okay? It was a million, and it costs like f- anywhere from ten or fifty or something like crazy yeah, million dollars. And he's like, "I want to fly as far as we can in space." We're like, "You don't have to fly that far." It's like, send just, up a blimp. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and, <there's> already, <laughs> and you can People try to say like, "There's already satellites," and he's like, "Those are lies. Yeah. That's the government's." But it's like I realized today when I was watching a video about it from another podcast. I was like, "The internet has basically like, these dumb ideas have always been around." always like throughout history people had stupid ideas the problem is is now that we have the internet we see these dumb ideas like right in front of us and you see the people who do not deserve the internet like have the internet well we see these videos the the conspiracies confirmed and like the government's lying to us and it's it's like a 10 minute video of them explaining why the world is flat (laughs) and then it makes people think like oh maybe (laughs) 
Yeah. And then it just spreads like Well, then you also got to know that he already has $2,000 on his Indiegogo or his GoFundMe. But I think he donated $1,000 for himself. So I think the other 1000 is only from fans. But then you have like, these young people who don't even like have opinions yet, who aren't even, their brains aren't even fully developed, who just love the rapper himself. So they might even agree with the whole like flat earth, but like I gotta, I gotta, yeah, I gotta represent my boy. So here's t- ten dollars, you know. <laughs> Man, he hasn't been relevant for like years. years. Yeah. I know. I heard like a, that one why. song. That one song. That yeah, it's just like, just go do a different test. Like, why do you guys spend millions of dollars? Like, just have him go, go around the world. Yeah, go around the world. <laughs> go have him walk off the edge of the off. world because they're like. People were saying like, well, yeah, you if just, you travel around the world, he's like, no, it's not the, you're not traveling around the world. You're traveling around the corners of the world. <laughs> yeah. But if you fly in a plane that's yes. high enough to see the curvature of the earth. He said that you can't see it. It's the same no matter what uh, altitude you're at. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Stupid. Anyway, basically group think is bad. People to kind of wrap this up. Don't get stuck in it. Whether yeah, it's individual. trivial things or, or major things. Uh, the national F- football league. They got some issues right now, but I don't know. Like I've, I don't. Sports in general is kind of weird to me because the fact that we pay like millions of dollars for some guy to throw around a pigskin is just baffles me. But that's called supply and demand. Well, so. it's entertaining yeah. when people like are smashing into each other and like concussion, getting concussions so that they can't tell the truth anymore. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> tell the truth. It's it's just I don't know. It's entertaining. Someone like, was- since we can't. Since we can't actually have the old coliseums of people like killing each other and sending out tigers to eat them and yeah. stuff, like I would like to watch that, but we don't have that anymore. We don't. We have the movie Gladiator, and that's about it. Oh. Or boxing and MMA, MMA. stuff. That's yeah. pretty. That's pretty crazy. There's people argue that they should take football pads and football helmets away because you'd actually be able to see the actual potential of a human body of what it could do, and there'd probably be far less injuries because you wouldn't be ramming into each other. The only reason why they charge full blast it's is because. Rugby. Yes, that's yeah. what, yeah, exactly. That's why some people like enjoy rugby because they know it's like there's injuries, but they're not as like severe severe because you're not going to be charging full blast head yeah. first into somebody because you can't. And that's why the argument of rugby's better because we don't have all this gear. I'm like, yeah, but you guys aren't charging into each yeah, other. No. <laughs> so shut up. So, I'm right, you're wrong. Yeah, the crazier ones, Australian football, where they climb up each other with cleats, that just looks painful. But yeah, so group thinks bad. NFL, if you enjoy them, make your own opinion on the whole matter. Uh, so, close, I don't... closing thing real quick. Yeah, go ahead. Donovan just texted me. Who? And he's Donovan, oh, your my brother? brother. He's at Disneyland right now. Okay. For like the Halloween stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. And so, they're dressed up as Harry Potter characters and <laughs> his, his baby is uh, Dobby. Oh, <laughs> nice. pretty funny. But that's beside the point. Um, he was saying someone should dress up like Pennywise. And just stay on. It's a small world. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> just stay on just there the entire the time. The boat or just somehow like an employee could sneak onto the ride? Well, they, just... they could either be riding the ride or just stand in the line, just like whatever. And just have their balloon inflated yeah. the whole time? Oh, my yeah. gosh. Their that would $15 be... balloon. That'd be so genius. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because that's how many... Folks, do not buy balloons at Disneyland unless you want to like spend more than the meals. Because it was for the flashy ones that last like a month. It was like $21, yeah. and then just for a regular balloon, it was $15. But if it was a red Mickey Mouse balloon, and I was dressed up as Pennywise, I would spend $15. Yeah. Because it would be worth every it would penny. Go, it would go, to, <laughs> no pun intended, it would go towards your costume. That's why it would be worth 15 bucks. Yeah. But $21 for a flashing blue that gives you seizures? 
<laughs> that might that might actually add to your costume. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Ooh, and start foaming at the mouth. It's pretty cool. Pretty no offense, cool. anyone has seizures on the regular. I've never had a seizure. Have you, Phil? Nope. I haven't either. Uh, anyway, guys, hope you guys enjoyed this episode. This is episode 12. Again, we are on SoundCloud. You guys have been listening to that a lot. A lot of people have been liking it. Um, am I a lot? I mean, a few. <laughs> I don't know how people are actually liking it. And then also, I am now on Apple Podcasts, so I'll upload this to SoundCloud, and then I'll also up it to Apple Podcasts for anyone who has an iPhone or an iPad. You can listen to it that way. I'm still messing around with the sound, trying to make it a little louder, messing around with the EQ and whatnot. So this is, again, a work in progress. Thank you guys, Phil. Thank you for coming. No problem. Thank you for not being uh, so hostile about this NFL debacle. Oh, you're welcome. I know you have strong opinions about it. Uh, just kidding. Phil's like, I don't give a crap. <laughs> uh, Down, thank you for uh, your uh, wisdom. The steady hand is always here. Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm going to play some Destiny. So you guys have a good night and uh, peace.